you're listening to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm Leah Party, the confidence coach for online entrepreneurs. My mission in life is to empower you to make your dreams a reality by learning how to let go of self-doubt and overcome overthinking. We're about to get real on confidence, spirituality, mindset, and business through solo episodes and amazing guest interviews. Girl, let's do the damn thing. So here we go. All right, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about a couple different things. I feel like something that I'm hearing very common from my clients as well as people I'm just chatting with in my audience is that you guys are feeling like there's already so many people selling something on the internet. And either you're feeling like you don't want to be just another person selling something, you feel like that's annoying, or you feel like there's already so many people selling the same thing as you. How could you possibly make money at this? Is it really possible to make a full-time income at this? That sort of thing. I think the biggest thing to remember is that when you start to pay attention to something, when you learn about a new brand, when you look into a new type of car, um, (laughs) when you notice a new fashion statement out there, do you ever notice how you start to see it everywhere? Like once you register that, you start to see it everywhere. And all of a sudden, you realize how much of that actually exists, when before it didn't seem like you ever noticed it. And it's actually a part of the brain called the reticular activating system, which filters information. And what the purpose is, is to allow us to, allow us to be directed to information that we have deemed important. This is why, have you ever been like in a big like auditorium or something like that, and you hear somebody say your name or something that sounds like your name even, and you hear it above all the other noise, like you have all this noise going on, you can hear your own name, like loud and clear, and you're like, huh, someone say my name? And it's like, how did your brain pick up on that when there's so much other noise going on? That's the reticular activating system at work. It filters information, it finds what you've told is important, such as your name, and it's going to pick that out of a crowded, loud room for you. So like I always hear, sometimes people will say, yeah, and it sounds like Leah, and I'll like hear it and it'll be like my brain alerts me to it. So that's exactly what's happening when you become a Beachbody coach. And now all of a sudden you see so many other Beachbody coaches, right? (laughs) Or maybe you decide you want to become a life coach, but now that you're kind of on the internet looking into this stuff, you're in the Facebook groups, you're like, oh no, there's already so many life coaches. It's just because you're starting to pick up on it that your brain is now pointing it out to you and you're noticing it. So I want you to think long and hard for a second before you were in this line of work, before you were in this world of online business, how many people did you see on the internet, did you know, did you see that were in your same thing, that were selling the same thing you are or trying to do the same thing as you? Because for me, before I became a life coach, which was the first thing I did, well, first I started a blog, but when I became a life coach, I didn't know any life coaches. I didn't have a single one in my network. I had never heard of any. I didn't see any advertised to me. Like I didn't even know it existed until I started getting into the online business world through blogging. Now I see life coaches everywhere because that's part of what I'm doing. <laughs> so... Really get clear on that because the brain likes to give us all kinds of excuses not to sell. And one of them is often, oh, everybody else is already doing that. Okay, so essentially all of that is just some bullshit. (laughs) That's no, 
there's millions of people in the world, billions actually, and many of them are on the internet and many of them are going to be your customers, okay? So the fact that we have access to this amazing thing called the internet, there's no way you can possibly run out of customers. There's no way you can tell me that there's not enough people who can join your Beachbody team, who can, you know, hire you as a coach or anything like that, okay? So when it comes to the brain making these excuses for us, we have to learn to recognize that the ego is going to convince us at times, it's going to give us excuses, it's going to give us all the reasons in the world not to sell. Why? Why does selling feel so weird? Why does it feel kind of icky and why does it make us so uncomfortable? I mean, really, if you think about it, it goes against everything we've been taught. I think especially as women, you know, as young girls, we're taught to like appease everybody else. We're taught to be such a people pleaser. We're taught to have everybody like us all the time. And part of our human nature is not to sell something to people, right? It's quite the opposite. We're not really used to just asking people for to buy something from us or pitching people or anything like that. So selling kind of carries this weird connotation to people and it involves putting yourself out there to be ridiculed, to be embarrassed, to potentially fail quite publicly, all of that. I get it. I've been there many times. Um, in many different situations and I have felt the way that you're feeling about selling. And what I want to say is the fact that the fact that you're feeling like, oh, what are friends and family thinking? Am I that annoying person on the internet? We need to just be constantly connecting back to why we're doing this in the first place. Why are we doing this? What's the point? What is our purpose here? Are we trying to help people with this amazing product that we have? Are we looking to create an income? Are we looking to build a whole new career for ourselves? Is it a combination of those things? What is it? Is it our passion that we're, whatever we're working on, is it our passion? What is it? That needs to be at the forefront of your mind so that whenever your brain likes to take you to the place of, oh no, friends and family are gonna be judging me, everyone's gonna think this is so weird, you can just take it back to, no, this is why I'm doing this and this is what's most important to me and we're going to do this anyways. And so constantly working on that, constantly working on your confidence. One of the best ways to build it, like I always say, is putting yourself out there more. Okay, so people might say, okay, Lee, I understand there's billions of people in the world. A lot of them can be my customer, blah, blah, blah. But how do I stand out online? Because there's so many Instagram accounts, there's so many Facebook groups, how do I stand out? How do I get positive attention to myself so that people do choose to buy from me? And the thing is, you, people are going to buy from you when you are your most youiest you, you, <laughs> that there is. You're, you being you and standing in your truth and speaking your truth and being yourself, that is what's going to draw people into you. And that's exactly what's difficult, right? It's difficult to be ourselves. It's difficult not to put a filter on it. It's difficult not to kind of hide. It's difficult to speak our truth and really like write the things we want to write and say the things we want to say when sometimes they're a bit bold. Sometimes they can offend certain people. Not everyone's going to like it. Not everybody's going to get it. So for a long time for me, 
I could feel myself. I would be like writing my mini blog posts for like my Instagram. And I could feel myself kind of filtering it. I could feel myself be like, well, if I say this, then this other group of people that I'm also trying to attract, they might not get it. It might not register with them. How can I make it, how can I word this so that everyone likes it and it attracts everyone? You can't, that's not going to attract everyone. That's gonna be vanilla. That's gonna be vanilla as fuck. It's gonna be boring. It's not gonna be bold. And what's gonna, what's gonna get people to see you and be drawn to you is you being bold? Is you speaking your fullest truth? Is you allowing yourself to say the things that are on your heart, even if they might make certain people uncomfortable, right? And it's not like we're gonna be saying, I don't imagine you're gonna be saying things that are truly offensive and rude. Like I don't imagine that's inside of you at all, but you also just can't try to please everybody. You just can't. You gotta speak your truth. You gotta look deep inside of yourself and say, what is the message that's on my heart that people need to hear the most? How can I put that into the world in a way that's so unique to me? And how can I do that in an honest way, in a real way, in a vulnerable way? How can I do that? How can I be that? So journal on that guys, journal on how can I show up and share my message in a way that's so me that it's gonna stand out? How can I, stop filtering my messages so that they can appease everyone so that they can really speak to the people that I'm trying to call in the most. Okay, what else did I wanna to talk to you guys about today? Um, okay, yeah. So the other thing that kind of goes along with this that I wanna talk about is can it really be that easy? Can this be a full-time income, a full-time career, can it be as easy as people on the internet are saying? And you know what, how, how can it be so easy? So here's the thing. It's not gonna be so easy that it's just, uh, you know, overnight success, instant track to being a millionaire. Like that's not gonna be the truth in most cases, right? And I think we all know that. We know that this is not like a get rich quick scheme and that it's, you know, if it was that easy, everyone would do it, right? If you're in the beginning stages and you're building up your audience and you're wondering why things aren't happening for you faster, just remember that. If it was that easy, everyone would do it. Um, it takes a little bit of time to build trust with your audience. People have to trust you to buy from you. And that's why you need to be showing up as you, as real as possible, as vulnerable as possible, as much as possible, so they get to know you and trust you. But, the other side of the coin is yes, it does get to be very easy because it just, it can be. Here's the thing. It can become easy when you become confident. It can become easy when you know exactly who you are trying to attract and you're willing to speak only to that person and not try to please everyone. And when you truly believe that this gets to work for you, it will work for you. And I used to be kind of skeptical about that because I really wanted the strategy. I wanted the ways to go about getting clients and finding people and all of this. I wanted the, the strategy. I, I was a little bit tired of the mindset work. I was like, well, I'm doing the mindset work. I want more strategy, blah, 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 blah. But what I've found is that just like a lot of other people are saying on the internet, 
mindset is so, so, so much of it. Because the mindset almost creates the strategy. It makes the strategy work. If you have the best, absolute, most concrete plan ever to bring the, the best customers to you, but you don't really believe it's gonna work and you're still in that space of hesitation, it's not gonna work, okay? You have to get rock solid in your belief that this is working for you and this gets to work and it gets to be easy. You have to get rock solid on that. Now, like people will say, oh my gosh, it must, it must be so hard to build an online business. You know, with what you've done, how, you know, I know it takes time and blah, blah, blah. And yes, it does, it can take time. But here's the other thing. It gets easier as you go. It just gets so much, 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 much easier as you go. So like I was telling my husband the other day, like he came home, he came home like kind of early yesterday. I think it was like three o'clock. And I was like sitting outside on the porch journaling and he's kind of like, what, what are you doing, you know? Um, because I don't spend the entire, I'm not spending eight hours behind a computer every day, like working, right? Because I don't really need to. I don't really feel like it's necessary. It, I just don't need to. Um, it, I think it's kind of outdated, like the 40 hour work week. Like sure, there's some businesses where that makes sense, but who decided 40 hour work weeks were perfect? Like who decided that was necessary? And that was before the internet, that was before social media, that was before so much technology that makes things so much easier for us, right? Things that used to take hours and hours with a pen and paper and a, some type of, I don't know how you did spreadsheets before Excel, but whatever the fuck people were doing before, like it took a lot more time. Now with technology, the way that it is, it just doesn't have to take that long, okay? It just doesn't have to take that long. So when I think about my entrepreneurial journey, it was hard. It was very, very, very hard when I was working 50, 60 hours a week. It was hard when I had to wake up and drive to West Virginia, which is like an hour and a half away, and then work for eight hours and then drive back, and then work on my business to take client calls at night. That was hard. That was me feeling like giving up. Me feeling like, is this gonna be worth it? You know, am I just doing all of this for nothing? All of those feelings were there. But once you start to build your, once you build your business and you have your strategies in place, and you know how to do things much quicker because you've been doing them for a period of time. Like for instance, making pins for Pinterest, making 15 pins, like was what I make in a week that used to take me like hours, hours. And now I can do that in probably, I don't know, half an hour maybe, because I've just figured it out. I've just figured it out. It just gets so much easier. So if you're in the phase where you're working full time and you're running your business, and it feels hard and you're wondering when it's gonna get easier and trying to edit code on your website makes you wanna die and selling makes you wanna die. Just know it all gets so much easier. But it only gets easier when you put in the work, when you show up, when you practice and practice and practice. And so kind of touching back into like the sales conversation when it comes to everyone's selling something, I don't wanna be that salesy person, all of that, you've gotta get used to it. You've just got to. If you wanna run an online business, you're gonna be selling something. So you've gotta get used to having those conversations. And the more that you have their sales conversations, the more you put yourself out there, the more you do face to camera on Instagram, the more you 
start chatting with people in the DMs and eventually pitching to them in the DMs, it gets easier. It just does. It gets so much and so much easier. Your discovery calls are going to get easier. It's all going to get easier the more you practice. I think that one problem that we have is we want this instant gratification. And we kind of, we don't really get that with typical, I'm going to get a college degree and then go get a job. It's not really instant gratification because college is a process. But we like know what to expect. We know we go and get this piece of paper that says we're good enough to do this thing and then we can get a job and then it'll, it'll start and we'll know how much money we're going to make. With online business, <laughs> we have to give ourselves permission because no one else is going to tell us it's going to work. We have no guarantees that it's going to work. We don't know. We don't know. It gets a little bit easier, a little bit easier, a little bit easier. And then finally, we're making X amount of money. And then the sky's the limit. So if you're in the stage where you're like, I'm doing all this work and I'm not making that much money yet, please know that most of the time with what you're doing, whether it's network marketing, building a service-based business, selling a product, it's going to exponentially grow continually. The sky is truly the limit. That's the thing is the beginning period is the hardest because you have to go through the period of time where it's that slow growth. But once you start to build on that, your income just gets to grow and grow and grow. And not only does your income get to grow, things get to be easier, right? So for me, a goal of mine for next month is to hire an assistant and to have someone take some of the things off my plate that I don't necessarily like to do, don't feel like they're my gifts, don't feel like they're my favorite things, don't feel like I'm the best person to be doing them all the time. So that's the goal really is to hustle because there's some hustle involved, especially in the beginning, especially if you're doing this with a full-time job, you hustle to the point where you don't have to hustle anymore. You can hustle to the point where things start to get easier and start to get really fun and start to get to be really flowy. And then you get to focus on doing the things that you enjoy the most and you can hire out the things you don't enjoy the most and you can exponentially grow because you're creating something for yourself that's gonna last you the rest of your life and it can change, it can flow as you change, as you grow, it's gonna change and grow and flow with you. So all of that to say, I just don't want you guys to give up. Please, please, please don't give up. Don't give up on your dreams, you know? If you have that inside of you, I had a client describe it last night to me um, during our Zoom call as like, it just felt like she had this inside of her and she tried to shove it down for so long because she was in the traditional work. She went and got a college degree. She was doing, you know, her thing. She had the job. She had the seed inside of her, like wanting to burst out, wanting her to start this business and start doing this more spiritual um, healing business. But she kept shutting it down and it didn't stop. And now she's acting on it. Those things placed on your heart are there for a reason. That's divine. We can't just shove them away. We can't just shove our dreams away and continue doing what society wants us to do. That's not going to be good. We're going to wish we would have started sooner. We're going to wish we would have listened to that voice inside of us that said, go for it and go do it. Okay. I think that may be everything I wanted to talk about today. So oversaturation is complete bullshit. Okay, we know that now. 
we know that the ego is just giving us reasons to quit. The, the ego is giving us reasons not to sell, not to put ourselves out there. And sometimes oversaturation is an excuse the ego gives us. I felt the same and now I'm taking massive action. Yes, go get it. For sure. We all felt this way. That's the other thing. We all felt this way in the beginning. I don't know anyone who decided to become a coach or sell a product or start a service and just knew instantly that they would be this huge success and never had periods of doubt where they didn't know if it would work out or not and never wondered if people were ever going to hire them at their price or could people afford it or were people going to like them enough. We all feel this way. We just all do. Okay, but the more that you can learn to separate and to recognize that that is the voice of the ego coming in to keep us small and comfortable and not let us go and do crazy big things with our one beautiful life, we have to recognize that ego voice because the more times that you practice that self-awareness and you bring that to the surface and you tell yourself that's not the voice of truth, there's no truth to that, the less it shows up and the more you can so quickly recognize it to be not true. So, okay, keep putting yourself out there. We talked about that. Building belief by doing. I wanted to touch on this a little bit because while there's so much you can do with journaling and meditation and other um, you know, healing modalities and things that you can do to build your confidence with this, you're gonna gain the most confidence by doing. You're gonna gain belief in yourself by going out there and doing it. So the period of having practice clients, for example, can be really difficult, right? Because we don't know, we don't trust ourselves fully yet with what we're offering. We don't know we're gonna have create this transformation for them yet. We're offering this service typically for free at first to try and get some practice, but that still makes us nervous. And that's just what it's gonna be like, guys. That's just what it's gonna be, okay? <laughs> you're gonna be nervous, you're gonna be scared, you're not gonna be able to guarantee much, you're not gonna be able to feel total confidence in your offers, but that's why it's called practice clients, okay? Practice clients. That's why you give samples of the product that you're selling, or why you run a free challenge group in Beachbody. You're practicing, you're gaining, you're gaining some momentum, you're gonna build belief in yourself by doing that. The more and the more and the more and the more that you do that, the more belief you're gonna build for yourself. So don't be afraid to be a beginner. We, we don't like being a beginner, do we? I used to hate sports as a kid. I used to try so many things. I did violin for like six months. I did pretty much every sport you could think of. I did gymnastics, all of them, all of them. Tennis, lessons, whatever. I gave up on everything so quickly, which is like the opposite of how I am now. But as a kid, I give up on everything. I hate being a fucking beginner. I hate it. I want to be good at shit. I want to do shit I'm good at. But guess what? If you want to have a wild, crazy, passion-filled career and not live a boring-ass life that you don't really fucking love, you're going to have to be a beginner sometimes. You're going to have to go out on a limb. You're going to have to try new things. You're going to have to suck. <laughs> but then you're going to get really good. And then people are gonna start reaching out saying, holy shit, this is changing my life. This is helping me so, so, so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up as you. And then it's all worth it. And then it's all worth it. And you're like, yeah, this is why I was willing to do it. This is why I was willing to stick it out. 
So don't be afraid to be a beginner. Let yourself suck. <laughs> okay, so build belief by doing. Go out there and do it. I don't care if you're afraid of embarrassing yourself. What's the worst that can happen? I always use this as a way to help people kind of journal through or think through like starting new things. What's the worst that can happen? You get a practice client for free. You're offered this something for free and you don't give them, you know, the craziest best service in the entire world because you're new. You gave it to them for free. You can't feel bad about that. You just can't. You've got to practice. It's why people have to pay for things if they want the best. You've got to be a beginner and you've got to own it. And you've got to laugh it off when things don't go amazing, when you're doing a live stream and you say something embarrassing or whatever. <laughs> you just have to laugh it off and pick yourself back up and keep going. Because you've got this. You were born for this. If you have this spark inside of you, the desire to be an entrepreneur, the desire to start this soul-centered service, the desire to sell this product, whatever it is, if that's inside of you, it's there for a reason. You've got to honor it. Don't shove it away. It's not going anywhere. The sooner you start the period of sucking, the sooner you can be great. Yeah? Nah? So start sucking. Okay, that was maybe a weird pep talk to give. I feel a little bit inappropriate. But... All right, so I want you guys to let me know your biggest takeaways from this. Let me know what you're willing to start doing. What are you gonna start sucking at? What are you gonna put yourself out there at and just see what happens? What are you gonna start practicing until you get good? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's put ourselves out there. We got this. Let's go. I love you guys and I'll chat with you very soon.